Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm joined, as always, by my Slayer-wearing co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. It's a new discography per episode, and today we'll be discussing every album by the Walker Brothers. Oh, bust out your tissues and your pedal steels and your cowboy hats. Did I say tears already? It's a very, it's a fun. I'm excited. This is gonna be a great show, guys. I'm gonna start talking like that from now on. I'm a great show plan for you guys. You guys excited? Let's talk now like they're toddlers. Let's talk to everyone like they're children because they're beneath us, Alex. I'm kidding. You're not beneath us. Thank you for supporting us. Everybody who who likes us. Uh, Walker Brothers. This was requested by Chris. Thank you, Chris. And uh, well, I believe Chris wanted us originally to cover Scott Walker, and mm-hmm. then I said I don't have enough hours in my yeah, life to, to do to, that to do about 45 albums that the guy has he's like okay okay okay, okay. walker brothers yes and now we got a deal we got a deal uh so before we get into all that if you want to support us like the video if you like the video dislike it if you're a piece of shit it's okay we're all pieces of shit in some way or another leave comments share appease the almighty algorithm because we're going to die if you don't for the love of god help uh, you can uh, find a spotify playlist on the walker brothers in the description we got place associated with all the episodes you can find them all at everyalbumever.com if you like. And of course, patreon.com slash everyalbumever if you want to really support us, give us money, and keep us fed like everyone who's been requesting so far uh, has done. Uh, you get bonus episodes, early access to the Loose Ends episodes, 20% off all merch. And of course, tier two, the bigger than Jesus tier, they get to suggest artists for us. We have uh, officially closed uh, requests to the general public because we can't keep up with them. And now, uh, if you're a Patreon, for tier two patron, you get to suggest an artist for us to for us to cover immediately or as immediately as we can do, and then throw as many requests as you want. We throw them in, in the Patreon pool, and then we pick them out as we see fit, uh, whatever fits in. So just by being subscribed, your picks will get picked at some point. So it's good stuff. Good stuff. All right, I think. I think I'm done with plugs. You did it. I talked so much right now. I don't know uh, what I said. Impressive. I have no idea what impressive. I just said. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but Walker Brothers. So tell me a little bit about, about, about them Walker Brothers. Uh, I I had no experience going in. Uh, I heard one Scott Walker song before. Mm-hmm. I think it was Jackie. What a weird, delightful song. Mm, what a weird, is. delightful man. Yes. And uh, so I was like, I'm probably not going to get that level of insanity. Well, you do and you don't. <laughs> you know you know we'll get into it yeah but uh yeah i i i love one album and then i um you're not a fan not i don't i don't hate it i don't love it this is a band for people who like to take it easy for the most part this is so taking it easy this is ultimo taking it easy this is putting this, on in the background for a long drive this is probably I don't know the last artist we did, but the most mixed bag of like variety of an artist that we've covered. Like every time I thought I had them figured out. Yeah. They fu- was, was that like a wrestling? Oh yeah. They are the Roddy Piper of, <laughs> of pop music. Just when you think you got them figured out. They changed the subject. Except way more gentle and friendly than Roddy Piper, I imagine. I uh, imagine. Per- 
Probably. Probably. I, I mean, there's some there's some questionable lyrics here, but uh, well, these aren't their songs. So songs. So so big big giant fucking elephant. They're a cover band, which I didn't fucking know going into this. Pretty much. There's a lot of covers. There is 90 percent covers. There is so we're covering six albums today, and only one of them is all originals. And mm. it's the last one. Spoiler mm. alert. So I, I didn't I wasn't very familiar with 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 them at all. Uh not even Scott Walker, other than his name. And then I I, I just did a quick goog of the famous songs and I like, oh, this is okay. Yes. This is fucking pretty and nice, and he's got a voice of a fucking angel. We haven't I, really covered a band like this no no, no using an orchestra to record pop music yeah. is pretty pretty wild idea in yeah. hindsight they call it but they call it baroque pop i think yeah and then they have a, a lot of country western influence and stuff so i thought I was like oh this is gonna be fun and I, i'm curious to see what what these guys are are like what they write and then album one i'm like they didn't they didn't write anything on here wait hold on and then i went to all mm-hmm. the famous songs they didn't write any of the famous songs uh, either no nope. like oh do they ever write their own songs? And there's like one or two originals per album here and there. One album that is completely covers. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is all originals. So I was immediately extremely disappointed, extremely disappointed because mm-hmm. I don't care about covers. I don't care about how well you play someone else's song. Uh, it's cool. It's a cool novelty every once in a while, but I, I was like, so it takes a second for me to, to, to get on board, but I did find myself very much on board with a lot of stuff here. Some of this stuff is just absolutely gorgeous. I, nice. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of a lot of it. A lot of it. I am absolutely never going back to sure. But, same. but some stuff caught me off guard. Some stuff I really, really like some covers. I'm like, Oh, that's a fucking cool version. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Yes. The, the production on some of these is impressive. Not to mention Scott Walker's, Goddamn gorgeous baritone. Oh boy. Yeah. I I'm gonna play Jackie for you after uh-huh. after this. Like that was not in a skateboarding music video, but an inline skating music video. Ooh, that that wimpy ass roller skating. Yeah. Mm. Fucking boot pushers. Um brace <laughs> a slur. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh I you know, I hung out with people who rollerblade and skateboard. Hey, my friends rollerblade, all right. It's, you can do it. You could do it. Um, <laughs> fucking oh Jesus. So uh, Yeah, I was just like, man, what a weird song, but it would like it gets stuck in my head. Mm. It's very like Well, yeah. I, after finishing the, this whole discography, I have a deep appreciation for Scott Walker, having never heard any of the, any of the solo stuff because I see what was happening. I see where he was mm-hmm. going and I get it. Now I'm like, Oh, that's where, because you hear the first album and then you hear about his solo career and you think, Oh, it's just more of these ballady, uh, emotional pop songs with some country Western influence. Uh, uh-uh. uh, 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 Oh no. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we get to a point where there's no, there's no coming back from that. Oh, indeed. Uh, but, Altogether, they have six albums. It's a little, little confusing because the first two albums, it was during the '60s where UK and US releases were all mishy mashy, stupid, whoppy. I said whoppy. That's a slur too. Mm. Um, so the the first two albums, they have the first album is more of a straightforward U, uh, UK version, US version. The second album is 
<laughs> it has the UK version and then the US version is basically a different album. Almost yes. entirely different songs. Like very little overlap. Yeah. And I was going to originally listen to both versions. But the US. I found that too. Uh, it's not very easy to do. No. Because all, on streaming, it's all, it's all the original versions for both of them. Except a shit ton of bonus tracks that have all of the, the songs that were on the US mm-hmm. version. So it's it seems like a like they've kind of went back and said okay the UK versions are the versions and mm-hmm. we'll and the del- and for the de- deluxe versions we'll throw in all the all the singles and all the other stuff. So uh you listen to the to the deluxe versions you got everything. You That's, got everything. Um yeah, but I was I I was very confused cuz I'm like oh are they from UK? No, it's very confusing. They're from America. They're from America. What part Mark? LA, baby. They're from LA? Yeah, they are from LA. Oh, gross. I'm from LA. Uh, so, you know, so Sparks Slayer. That's right. Sparks Slayer. Uh, they, again, Sparks moved to UK because that's where they got all the success. But uh, yeah, very similar here with uh, John Walker and Scott Engel, who would, you know, become Scott Walker. Well, it's it's John Mouse and, and Scott Engel. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I didn't even. No, nah, th- I fucked so, up. So the Walker brothers, not only are they not brothers, uh, none of their names are Walker. <laughs> none of their names are Walker, which I love. I think that's delightful. I can't really say anything because I've subscribed to the Brian Post saying joke where he's like, um, "Unless your name is Mumford and those are actually your fucking sons." <laughs> It should be illegal for you to have that bad name. Oh, uh, I, I love a good fake, fake, real, uh, a, a fake name that sounds real. Okay. As, as you're not like those Partridge families. Ah, that's fucking cookies as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. That's oh, Petridge. Never mind. Petridge. Um, <laughs> I, had, I had a buddy in high school. Uh, his name was Bob. And his name well wasn't Bob. His name was Christian, but his nickname was Bob. And I didn't learn that till like after after a year of knowing him. I was like, wait, your wait, your name, your name, your nickname is Bob. <laughs> like, wait, why? I, I don't even know. There yeah. was no story. All right. Uh, I think he's in prison now. Poor guy. Sorry. Um, Digress though. Oh yeah, but so but so okay. So I keep saying so. History. Yes. Yeah, so, L.A. Uh, nineteen sixty four. And um, they had a different drummer at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they did eventually meet a Mr. Gary Leeds. Yep, yep. Who, you know, would be Gary, Gary Walker. He would be, he'd become Gary Walker. And then, um, you know, they were signed to Mercury and with uh, financial backing. And they started off as like, uh, I'm assuming what would be like a, a Rolling Stones like band. Yeah, British Invasion uh, type. But then they, you know, decided to focus on R&B, pop, relocate to the UK. And that pretty much brings us into the. And also, and also they decided to focus on covers, which is all. You know, I hate that so much. Seems like something that was happening in the 60s. A lot of things I don't agree with happened in the 60s. Sure. Uh, I'm not talking about the war, although the war was stupid, but uh First of all, the the mixing choices of the '60s are a thing that I still am furious about because <laughs> they were just figuring out stereo and they're yeah. like, "I know we'll put all the instruments in one ear and some guy tapping his fingers in the right ear," but it's like a lot of these are, are transformed enough and are distinct enough to kind of hold up on their own, just despite the fact that they're covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of it's just my neuroses, neuroses just 
itching at me like, yeah, it's not their song. Yeah, yeah it's not their song. Yeah. But it's like, it doesn't matter. They're still, it's still fun and nice and yeah. good, good stuff. Uh, but it, a lot of that was influencing, influencing me up until like the very end where I'm like, all right, let's just, let's just take these albums for what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as far as that goes, good 60s band. I think as far as 60s shit goes, this is pretty fucking solid. I, I would, I would say this, this solid. It's not the most adventurous or psychedelic, but no. you can put this on in front of your parents and you could put it on on a long drive. You put it on when you're crying, when you're oh, depressed. Yeah. So mostly. many, so many. Every song is a heartbreak song. Every song is some sort of different version of. They break it up a little. They break it up. A little, a yeah. little, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So six albums total. First one came out in 1965. Last one, 1978. So if you ready. I'm ready. Hell yes. Uh, so the, the original UK version of this first album is called Take It Easy with the Walker Brothers. Uh, the US version is introducing the Walker Brothers. And yeah, let's just let's just jump into it. Oh boy, man, those strings. Love this song. I like this one. Also, this, is, this is one of the most famous songs too. Breaking up. Also, it's called "Take It Easy." Take it easy. But like. It's just depressing. Like, I get the sounds are easy. Sure, it's very mellow. You can digest this very easily. But subject-wise, it's not. It's not an easy ride. It is devastating. Every song is so heartbreaking. Don't try to spare my feelings. Just tell me that we're through. He has such a a memorable voice. I just want like. Rock and roller in me. This one like a big like yeah. drum fill right there. Yeah. No, we ain't getting that here. Not, yeah, that's not why we're here. All right, I might learn that song for karaoke. Oh, it's so good. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone yeah, like if you get that song down, fucking. Kill, oh, kill it in karaoke. Dude, I'm song. totally... I'm learning that one. I'm the other famous one. <laughs> uh, so, this is a neat album. The deluxe version is a bit exhausting, but... But, yeah. Um, yeah, the big, big orchestral sounds in yep. here. A lot of very... That song specifically reminds me of some Morricone stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, timpani drums all over yep. the place. Um, you know, you got songs like Dancing in the Streets that help oh, yeah. you get away from the heartache yeah, it's so funny i can't believe i like the van halen cover of that song more than this one i can uh, <laughs> all right all right fair enough uh, yeah I'm, uh, there, I'm there with you i'm not even that big of a fan of the song in general but the the novelty of david lee roth doing his dumb bullshit over it made me like it sure this is just a song that i don't care for yeah um yeah, girl, I lost. I want to know who who hurt these guys. All of them. All, All of them. them were hurt and were are Badly. being hurt. Uh, well, I mean, maybe not them. They didn't write the songs, but still, uh, I do. I mean, like most of these, I I, I find nothing wrong with, it and I I quite enjoy. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't really love that kind of thing, like uh, like Lonely Winds, it's straightforward country western ditty. It's nice, not my favorite kind of thing, but it has very nice progressions. I, I can't deny that. Uh, I do fucking love the the girl I lost in the rain. It's mm-hmm. great, dark and mystical feeling. Yep, yep. Um, 
I do feel like the back half gets a little forgettable, but um, you do get. Uh, I don't want to hear it anymore. Fucking love that song. That that, that song brought me on picks, board. Yeah, this picks it back up, dude. That's a Randy Newman song. Oh shit! Fuck yeah, go. dude. Uh, they, they cover a few Randy Newman songs, but that's my favorite. You know what's For- funny is I later on I wrote down Randy Newman and I didn't even know they covered any of his songs really so i like heard it yeah without without realizing what was going on he just has a a way about him dude Mm. tell the truth you get another fun song it's not my bag i see i i so that was some gospel in there so i i i get it i I see how people like it's not my bag personally but uh that's the original closer for the the British version, mm-hmm. and I find it to be a super weak closer. Yeah, but again, then you get this version, which has way more. Um, I could, I could see, uh, you know, why on the American version they were like, "We need my ship is coming in." Yep, rules, this rules, real. Yeah, like the opening we played, just more of that yep. big orchestral production done at a high, high level. Uh, I'm a big fan of "Love Her" as well, mm. and. Uh, and like some of the some of the female backup backup vocals in what I do remind me of early ABBA, like that, that really high uh, twanging. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what else? Oh, wait, "Looking for Me" is another Randy Newman song. Damn, I don't like it though. I'm not not a, yeah. not a fan. No, I'm you know not a huge huge Newman fan. So okay, I'm trying to find here the let's let's pull it up on the, the big screen the songs that are original. So like one, there is one on the original and that, that one's you're all around me, uh, which Scott co-wrote with a, a Leslie Duncan, who mm-hmm. I don't know who she is, but also, she was a singer. Also shout out to her, you know, changed it. Cause her name was Leslie Cox. I see. Well, yeah. Her original name. <laughs> Sorry. I'm being, hold on. I'm being 12 years old here. <laughs> oh no. That was her. Uh, yeah. Oh, she married into Duncan. She ma- no, she married into Cox. Oh, nice. <laughs> you go, girl. Yes, yeah, you did. Sorry. Uh, so, it, yeah, the song is uh, You're All Around Me, and uh, it's cool. It's, it's a solid romantic pop song. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's fine. And then on the expansion and all the bonus stuff, what else? Um, Scott wrote Young Man Cried. That's right. Mm. Young Man Cried with John Franz. These names, man. All these people that they, they co-wrote these songs, I have I couldn't ever tell you who they were or what they did. Uh, you never will. No, I absolutely never will. Uh, Young Man Cried. How did I feel about that one? Uh, it's decent. I think it's decent. It's not the greatest thing here. But like again, at, at, listening to the full expansion, expanded version is pretty rough. It's too fucking long. Uh, For this type of music, yes, I, I would agree. I, it, yeah. I, yeah, I got fatigued a little bit and I I was worried all their albums were going to sound not all of them, but most of them. Yeah. It's a, it's a little redundant because you, you get the idea and it's all nice. It's all very pretty. There's nothing wrong with it, but you want, you crave something a little, you crave some variety. Uh, So I would, if you're going to listen to these first two albums and the deluxe split them up and they do stand up on their own split up because like the original album is like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and the expanded stuff is also 30 minutes. So they, they kind of, they hold up on their own little one, two punch disc one, disc two. Yep. Yep. Uh, I do prefer the, the original take it easy to, to the bonus tracks of this particular record. 
Um, oh, like the okay, the way it's split up, yeah. you know, like and and um, the the U.S. version introducing the Walker Brothers, uh, it's it has mostly the same, mostly the same songs as the original, but you know it has my ships coming in and love her, which yeah. which are those are fucking great, and I wish Additions, they were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the order is different. I think ultimately it's it's not that big of a difference though. Um, no, yeah, no, it's not like a night and day thing. Yeah. You know, and yeah, we got the deluxe version now. Just fucking listen yeah. to that. Playlist yeah. the fuck out of it. Yeah. So decent album, good opener. Uh, you know what it's about. It's very pleasant. Put it on for your mom. Or if you're crying from heartbreak. Moving on. Ready? I'm ready. Hell yes. This is uh, 1966. This is, well, the original is called Portrait. The U.S. version is a completely different album called The Sun Ain't Gonna Shine Anymore, but we're going to be talking about most, both, yeah, basically all the songs from both. So this is Portrait. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. So this is what Jackie's kind of like, but more bombastic. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way at the end of the hall. Oh, I love yeah. his voice. I yeah, uh, I, I was so pleased. Like thinking how lonesome. I'm like hell yeah. That's how you open an album. <laughs> in my room. He's like peak, peak Scott Walker now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right. Took him like room. one album to find out. Where who am I? Right here. This is who I am. Yeah, yeah. I play a dangerous game. I keep pretending she's late. And I sit and I wait. Mm. Over there is a oh, I was gonna listen to this whole thing. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, alright. That's, that's, some, that's a beautiful fucking song. Who wrote that? That was written by a bunch of people who I can't... I Joaquin heard. Prieto. Prieto. Paul Vance. Lee Pacris. These names don't even sound real, dude. Pacris? Every every name they work with is fake. Also, uh, with a, you know, asterisk by it. Uh, best, but the deluxe version. Oh, really? Really. I don't agree with that at all, but I don't dislike this album i i do hold so deluxe version best yes and that's i mean the, out the, of all the versions this yeah the deluxe version is the best the the bonus tracks here are better than the main album in my opinion i like both and um obviously you know i have something else in my heart of hearts yeah but I think for like what the Walker brothers, I understand what you're saying completely are, yeah. or like what they should be. I think this album encapsulates that in the best sort of way. This one exhausted the fuck out of me, but there was no denying how many great songs are on here. There's just there's so it, many. I mean, like there's 24 tracks on, on the deluxe. Good God. So many of them are fucking amazing. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of originals, Specifically on the bonus tracks, mm-hmm. great originals. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's why I was so uh, like bothered. Like, why you clearly could write some stuff, motherfucker? Yeah, why are you not? Oh, yeah, why? Are you? Oh man. But so um, my main problem with this one because I, I liked it a lot better on second listen than first because 
the pacing out of the gate, I think, is rough because in my room is fantastic. And then you get Saturday's Child and Just for a Thrill back to back. And boy, oh boy, bored the fuck out of me. I, d- I disagree because Saturday's Child is a little more upbeat. Um, That's a Scott original, by the way. It is. And then like Just for a Thrill, I like when they go. Well, obviously, uh, is that Louis... Or, or someone named Lil, oh, Lil, Lil, Lil Armstrong. It's not a, even Louie. Just no, Lil. it's it's a woman. Uh, yeah, oh, Lil, okay. Lillian, Lillian Armstrong. Um, yeah, I like when they do the jazz stuff. They and do they a lot. Yeah, don't really come back to it after this album. Which well, they is do a, a lot of adult contemporary uh, type or, or like jet, lounge or lounge, whatever you want to fuck. Which it. is like just the slowest, most boring form of jazz there possibly is. But I like I like when they do it. It's like perfect like coffee shop that's what it is it's an entirely background music it's very nice it's very mm-hmm. relaxing but if i'm trying to sit there and focus on it i will blow my brains out oh i get lost in it i'm surprised you don't because like well i do sometimes just not with that particular song with hip-hop you do not not no when, not when just early 2000s hip-hop yes. i like so much hip-hop yeah <laughs> um yeah and then old folks i'm just like i I, oh, that one I do like that yeah, one. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting how I found like the more like stripped down songs more interesting than the the like big orchestral things that right. they're kind of known for on songs, the previous album. Songs like that, they're boring as shit on the surface, but there there is stuff there. Like, and then there's some, more examples I can name too yeah, later on. I think like summertime, you get the best of both worlds. That song fucking rules. Yeah, it's, it's from Poor Game Best, uh, the musical. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous yeah I, and, and the fucking jazz sections there are so good they're I'm, like i mean that's the sh- that's the fucking I'm that's I'm, the I'm, love I'm, it and, I'm and, glad we're on the same and, page and, there. And unsurprisingly that's a gershwin that was written by gershwin yeah who did west side story sorry if it's super gay but goddamn that motherfucker can write some music dude i love me some west side story shit dude yeah have you watched the new one no no, I'm, I might. <laughs> but I'm no, gonna, I'm gonna watch the new one just to hate on it because everyone's like, it's so fucking good. I'm like, it can't. Be, I don't care. I, I didn't be that good. I didn't even it can't really, be that good. I don't even like the old one. I like. I just like the songs. The musical, yeah. I mean, he's just such a great composer. Sorry, sorry. I haven't seen a good Spielberg movie since Munich. That's right. He did. Yeah, I forgot that was Spielberg. That yeah, was that was the last good movie. Did fuck Lincoln, fuck War Horse, fuck Ready Player One. Okay, I like. Yeah, uh, whatever. Anyway, um, you know, there are some weak stuff. People get ready. I like the impressions version. This one. I like it. That's the thing. I I like it, but I haven't heard the original, so I had no prim reference. It's pretty much the same. Okay. Pretty much the same. People get ready. It's nice. I think it's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I can see it now. Where's the girl? I I don't care for those two. Uh, I don't mind either one of them. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, Scott co-wrote, uh, I can see it now. Um, it's it's just another ballad. There's so so many fucking ballads, and that ultimately then, comes to bite them. In my opinion, bite them in the ass later on, where it's just it's so ballad heavy. Like, what do you expect from us as listeners? Yes. Like Jesus fucking hates Christ. And then let me tell you, the sun ain't gonna shine anymore. Oh, oh that's the oh. most famous song. Now that we start to pick up some steam there, baby girl. That song. Mm. Oh my. So it's their famous. That's like the most famous song, and it, with good reason. It's just. Kudos to fucking Bob Crew and Bob uh, Gaudio. Gaudio, uh, one of them is from Gaudio. the one like from the, the, the fucking uh, Four Seasons. Yeah, Robert John Bob Gaudio. Gaud- it sounds Italian, and I can't read I hope Italian. It is. 
yeah, from the Four Seasons. Uh, incredible fucking song. Um, this is probably the most famous version of it. And and that it's just, I mean, that's one of those. That's the <sighs> another tear. Oh man, another tear falls. I love how they um kind of use the crash symbols to be like it feels like the tear is falling when you, you, oh, you, you get right. the, yeah. the crash symbols on there. And then that's that's where my fucking Burt Bacharach. Of course it the is. Most, the biggest blowhard of all names. I mean, he did that opening. He wrote that opening track on the last album. Like, he, this is the thing. Clearly, I like the man's songs. Yeah. I, it's just, I don't like his turtlenecks. He wears so many. He's the king of turtlenecks. It's so funny as, you know, someone my age, I like know him from Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Same, same. And his turtlenecks. That's really <laughs> that's the only reason. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Burt Baccarat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I know more from, yeah, he's, I mean, for our generation, it's all cameos. That yeah, we, yeah. You know, why else will we know him? Yeah. Uh, and then, like, man, where... Like deadlier than the male, Archangel and Sonny are just like knock it out of the park. All three, like almost fucking like a grand slam there. Yep. And these these are all on the 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 bonus tracks. Deadlier than the male. That's um that's Scott. Another Scott Angle and John Franz. And then Archangel is is just Scott. And dude, I mean, dude, that's I, the string section at the end. Fucking Archangel. It's like. It's there's, got church organs all over the place. It's super dark and gothic. There's Christmas bells in there. Like, oh, man. It's gorgeous. And then, yeah, Sunny is just, like, so fucking cool. That like, was weird. I read my Bobby Hebb. Yeah. Like, of, um, he's just an R&B soul that's singer. Why, yeah, that's why it's cool. Um, yeah, like, Diggable Planets could, like, cover. Some, oh, yeah. Use it as a sample or something. Uh, so, by when, when Sunny came on, it was official. Like, this... This is, it's so rare, but the bonus tricks are kicking the shit out of the, the original album. Yeah. Usually, usually it's just like alternative versions, yep. stuff you'll see on future or very, previous albums. Very like, obvious B sides that were like, oh, clearly they left us off the album. Live versions. Yep. But this is like probably the, like one of the best deluxe albums. Do I want to say ever? I'll say ever. It's, it's one of the best. You know what? You know what's uh, in competition for this one for me? Yeah. Fucking ABBA. Ooh. Visitors. Ooh, visitors. Yeah. Dude, those bonus tracks. Mm. I'll go back to those a lot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like the, then the, the final two tracks, The Gentle Rain and Mrs. Murphy. Man. Mrs. Murphy's kind of out of place. It is, but it's also another original. And it, it, the reason I still think it kind of fits because like many songs here, uh, they're, they're taken from musicals. That sounds like it was pulled from a musical, but mm. it wasn't. It's an original, but uh, it's good. And I'm glad that there's so many originals on here even though there's still vastly more covers sure but this is yeah it's great it's exhausting for me to listen to the whole thing from beginning to end but split it up and these are this is fucking great i can do it for some reason beginning to end just fucking you know this is this is like good orchestral pop stuff yeah some jazzy stuff some crazy stuff just this is uh like yeah, a normal version of the Walker Brothers. That's what I think. They're their best you, version. What you think of when you think of the Walker Brothers. Yes. I get yes. you. So we got that's 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 Alex's best. And we moving on to Yes, we are. If you ready. I'm ready. <clears throat> this is 1967's images. Mm-hmm. 
See, this feels like they've taken a step back. I disagree 100%. Like, this should have... I think it sounds great. This should have followed up a little bit more. Hold on, hold on, I'll let you do it. Sorry. Okay. Um, this should have followed up the first album, and then we get Porches. I disagree. I feel like this is a step, a step forward. I, 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 I like this. This isn't bad by any means, but I will give you that the bonus tracks on this one aren't nearly as good as the last one. Well, there's only yeah, there's only four. Yeah, yeah. I only like two of them so much. Also, sorry. <laughs> also, I think I'm talking over it, but there's like little percussion things in here that sound like like little coconuts. Like they're real bright, or maybe they're later on. I should have wrote down when I heard that. But those, yeah. It might be cowbells. I hope they're coconuts. I know. They recorded this on Gilligan's Island. Those are... Oh. Yeah. They're using like... It's like Three stooges in someone's head. Oh, yeah. All right. You know what? Uh, by the way, that in the, the the screamer in the band, yeah, I believe that's John. John yeah. Mouse, John Walker, which uh, it took me way too long to figure out. Personal favorite. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I uh, I I really do enjoy this. This one uh, had me going for a while, and so I, I'm conflicted here because there were some things on here I I really like though. The I think the original originals on here fucking kill it, dude. dude. So so much, but also the covers are more obviously covers. Mm-hmm. So it's a little they bit of now more. It's a little bit of a little bittersweet for me, but I do love that opening, and then. The intro to Once Upon a Summertime is the most haunting, gorgeous thing. Mm. And then it quickly just jumps into a like, fucking lounge. I'm like, no! Yeah. It's like the most disappointing thing. I still like the song. But like it teased some darkness that they will come back to at some mm-hmm. point. Just not yet. And then, um, but so, so to why I love this one so much, uh, it takes like... It has really good pacing. Um, it kind of it's kind of iffy from the start because of the second track, and then Blueberry Hill I think is really fucking boring. Mm, you're a liar. You're a liar. I am not I, a liar. I like I, it. You like it? You really? Like it. Yeah, because it's jazzy. <sighs> yeah. I, I see. I see. I don't agree, but I, I see. I I wasn't sold on the first three tracks on the first listen, but uh, Blueberry Hill sort of piqued my interest. I love the pacing of the first, first three tracks because, mm-hmm. so the first track you heard, it's all big and, and choir, there's a choirs and everyone's loud. And the second track is, bam, drops mm-hmm. the energy way down. And an experience, which is a Scott original, mm-hmm. is fucking a jubilant Spanish song. And like, okay, the energy's back up. And so all, already I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on my toes, like pacing wise they're just they're, they're mixing it up and i, I appreciate they're, that they're everywhere in the best way for you exactly and not then, for me but for mike orpheus that's my motherfucking orpheus that's my fucking favorite song on here and it's I insane and i can't believe it's an original and it's so good it's so dude, fucking good dude uh that song got me right away i was like did my boy just tell a lady he's gonna harpoon her like a whale i hope I hope. <laughs> Let me go in a bar and try that. Uh, Dude. No, it, let's not. Um, oh, fucking so it's great. It's so, yeah. It's so epic. 
Yeah. The lyrics are so like silly. And like, that's what, you know, the one song I know is like very in the same spirit. So yeah. like, I, yeah, I loved Orpheus. It has great, uh, like, like, um, I, I gotta find a fucking synonym for dynamics because like the because it starts out like it's going to be another loungy jazzy kind of thing and then when it, it you know it, what i'm gonna do you yeah you can you put a little dab of some bitch on yeah oh you gonna put a little something bitch on oh, mm, mm, mm. well i'm back to make you so at this point so it's i'm thinking Oh, we're we're for the more same boring horse shit. Hold on. God damn it. Moon you like a whale (laughs) with a bent and rusty nail. I I was sold. I was in. (laughs) It's pretty fucking funny. But it kind of sets you up like it's going to be another mellow, like, same loungy background music kind of thing. But it's so uniquely written. Also, a song like this, I'd be so tempted. To go like eight, ten minutes. And oh, the, he does like these epic songs in like under four. He does. These strings fucking rock my world, dude. I'm his. I'm forever his. Sleep Mike's gonna get harpooned like dude, a whale. Harpoon, harpoon my ass like a whale or whatever. Oh, that's why it's called the harpoon. Yeah, exactly. My shiny and wake with I love this song so fuck. Okay, you gotta you gotta lower it. I'm gonna fucking cry. Uh man, that song, yeah, that song slaps. Hell and yeah. then my my mood was just immediately ruined by stamp. I Are mean. you serious? We don't need that on here. Listen, listen, we don't. I get it. I could do the rest of my life without another fucking cover of stamp by me. Yeah, I I'm, I get it. I'm fine. However, this however, this version did it for you. It's not just the version. So there are, there are things I can kind of step out of myself and objectively look at as a perfect song. Mm hmm. I've said it in the past with uh, A Day in the Life by the Beatles. It's a perfect song. Fucking the theme from Once Upon a Time in the West, perfect. Claire de Lune, perfect. Like, sure, they're, they're, they're pervasive and you, can, you can't escape them in culture, but they are perfect. Sure. I think Stand By Me is a perfect song. There you go. So I can, I can appreciate it for that. And, and on the surface, it's just like another standard cover. I love how they throw in that, that vocal harmony in the chorus, which I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people do that. And uh, it's also, it might be a key lower because Scott's voice is low, is a little bit deeper. So it just, it feels a little different. It feels different enough for me to be like, okay, I still like, I still like, I still like. All right. All right. Uh, and then also, and then after that, you get a, a John Walker original. I want to know. Yes. A little more, a little more rock and roll orientated than we're used to. Exactly. Pacing wise, it's fucking nailing it. Yeah. Like it, again, like it, it'll bring it down and then it'll bring it right back up with some heavier stuff, which they didn't really do on, they didn't do it all on the first album mm-hmm. really. And they, they did it more. So, well, last time was more of a, a, a anomaly because the bonus tracks are all, it wasn't really sequenced like an album because of all the bonus tracks. But here, I think this one, the pacing is just so fucking well done. Uh, I don't love everything on here though. Yeah. If you say you don't like, I will wait for you. No, that's that to me. Cool. That's amazing. Hold okay. On. That's from the, that's from the fucking, uh, I can't, I'm not going to read it. It's the French 
musical or uh, movie rather um i know it's you know not one of their songs but you know in their discography i think it's like the saddest most heartbreaking it song 100% ever percent is it's a it's a you famous can talk song. shit about the other songs but go ahead thing is it's a famous song and i've heard other versions of it <clears throat> but this version there's something I about f- it i believe him he Shut will up. wait for you yeah no <laughs> So I, thought, I thought he wrote that song. It's gorgeous. I should have known he didn't, but you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, most of these not written, but, but what was written by him is Genevieve. And I fucking love that one too. Yeah. Yep. It's as low energy as to be expected. All right. It's very mellow. A lot of this mm-hmm. is very mellow, but great progressions. I think it's well written as hell. Um, and then uh, the original closer. Um, just not, say goodbye. Just say goodbye. That's. I do like the song. I do think it's a good song. The intro, if I'm not mistaken, is straight up taken from the Rite of Spring. Oh, shit. Uh, actually, put on just the in- the intro. You would know that. I know. I know. If I could be wrong, but I, I'm almost I'm almost certain. Oh, you're right. This is 100% Rite of Spring. Yeah. You know, if you're ripping off... Uh, yeah. you know, R&B. It's just that, pretty much. Or not ripping off, but you know. I think it, just, it just used it, yeah. If you're uh, if you're covering soul R&B artists, you might as well, you know. Might as well throw some Stravinsky in there. Why the hell not? Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the end of the, the, the original album. The bonus stuff, I'm not too hot on. I do like Stay, Stay With Me Baby, which I think is a strong ballad. And I don't, I don't mind Turn Out The Moon, which is mm-hmm. another, um, it's another Scott track, another Scott original. Um, I didn't love it at first, but it won me over a little bit on second listen. Uh, the rest I can do without. Uh, but yeah, but as for the original album, this like the same way you felt with the last one. Yeah. Th- I, when I think of Walker Brothers, I think of this and this I think is, it's very yeah. well done. I think it's this is your, uh, you know, word association. Yeah. Your Walker Brothers. You're like this one. And you can't really argue with some of these covers like for, for standard lay people like everybody likes stand by me everybody everybody will kind of recognize i will wait for you and sure. if you like if you dislike that song you're a fucking alien or a demon and and the originals here are like it's making me want more original which this, is this does a better balancing act of originals and uh yeah yeah i still wish there were more but pace, yeah pacing's a little off for me still good album and uh if if you're gonna take me to the sun with orpheus you better keep me there, and uh, it just doesn't. Uh, I I thought I, I I found it to to keep me there. Yeah. So maybe it will for you as well, uh, listener and or viewer. But yeah, my personal favorite. Uh, like it a lot. But yeah, we got a few more. Yes. So so there's a gap here. Yes, they would disband in '68 due to artistic differences. I want to cover the Beach Boys. Well, I want to cover the Moody Blues. Also, I Sorry. think they kind of knew their sound was getting a little dated, you know? Uh, yeah, but with the Beatles becoming the Beatles. Yes. <laughs> like, like, oh, nobody wants to hear these Western ballads. Oh, yeah. We got cool rock and roll music. Which is a little funny how they made the next album I thinking think they, that it was going to be innovative. I think they could have like adapted though and done something different, but whatever. Scott clearly could have and John to, to various degrees. Um, Yeah, so they all did uh, solo albums with you know, Scott being the most successful and uh, for some reason, you know, unknown to me, but they agreed to reform in 74. So they reformed is 
Is Gary even here? I don't think Gary's here anymore. Gary's gone. Gary's gone. No mm. more Gary Leeds slash Gary Walker. No, he's he's here. He's he's on percussion, but he's not like he's not featured regularly. Yeah, he's not like the he's not the drummer drummer the anymore. Drummer. They got uh, like a some Mr. Barry Morgan, whoever that is. Yeah, they got is a, Barry on the cover. Who's on the cover? Because there's three dudes on the cover. I imagine it would be Gary because I just assumed it was Gary. I but then again, they all fucking look. Dude, these two guys look the same. <laughs> yeah, that's why they just fuck it. We're brothers. Yeah. We're getting a little. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let, let, well, yeah. let's get into it. This is 1975's No Regrets. I I hate it. Oh yeah, I hated it too. This song sucks. And it's weird, like it's like on paper it's done in the same Yeah, it stylistically it seems like it would but there's you listen to that it's production though. It is country western production through and through. You got oh, the, yeah. the pedal steels. And honestly, Scott sounds awesome here. I think his voice sounds fantastic. Also, it's just like the album cover is so fucking misleading. It looks fun and like hanging out and partying with your boys. Yeah. Also, it reminded me of like when 70s and 60s bands try to record a rock album in the 80s, but we're still in 75 here. Yeah. No Man, this, this song no is so regrets. fucking boring. <laughs> you know what? I kind of take it back. Looking over my notes and other... I don't want you you know what? This is fine. You don't mind this song? This is fine. This is kind of growing on me. It gets worse. I'll give you that. But I still... In terms of openers, this is... This is not fucking... It's not good. Also... All right. Yeah. We're not going to get to it, but there's like, <laughs> there's like motorcycle sounds <laughs> in that song, right? Uh, well, worst, least favorite. Wow. And you know, if there's anything, if there's anything this album is taught, it can teach us, it's that there should be some regrets. There should be some regrets, but I, um, I, I like this is everything I hate about this kind of music. I'm surprised. <sighs> I thought, I thought we were going to be bros. Oh, afraid we not. Gonna, afraid not. I thought we were going to link up here, but no. Um, oh, this album. This fucking album. So mm. one important thing for me. Zero original songs in here. Zero. Uh-huh. Zero. Which, I mean, we had like a few here and there yeah. on the last ones, which is like, it's not much, but I, I'll take it. This, this already, I'm like, None? This is your big comeback album. You've done solo albums. You've shown you can write yep. original music. Let's come back with a bunch of covers of songs that are boring as all hell. Like there's some stuff that I'm okay with here, but all the stuff that I like, I like with a that's the relevant to what else is here. It's like it's so cra- it's so crazy because like seeing some of the covers like. I don't mind some Emmy Lou Harris. I don't mind some Chris Christopherson. Uh, you know, Curtis Mayfield's very out of, you know, doesn't belong in here, but yeah. And know, I do hate that song that they, they cover. Oh, he'll break it. He'll break your heart. That's a reggae. It's just a reggae song. And it fucking blows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Boulder to Birmingham, mm, man, I do. 
I do not like that. I it's dreadfully boring. I do not. Also, the lyric "Rock your soul in the bosom of Abraham." There's just something, something about that. that I mean, it is a it is religious. That is some, uh, imagery. Some flander Flanders ass shit right there. Yeah, but also a lot of that the gospel and country western stuff. There's like overlap between the you know the southern. Uh, that is like a leaner, more like guitar driven song, rather. I mean, it's it's country. It's, 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 country. Yeah, it's so country. Yeah. Uh, it's again, I don't even hate country. It's just I like it when it does stuff. That's just, it feels like it's doing nothing for me. Uh, uh, I don't. I didn't. I don't mind holding old friends' hands so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it unsurprisingly mellow. Very obvious, it's going to be mellow, but it's nice. It's decent, and um, I, I think the vocal performances in Lover's Lullaby are very nice. I didn't know Lover's lo- uh, Lullaby. And got to have you just fucking bored me. Got to have you is, is truly, truly awful. Bored me to death. Let me tell you about walking in the sun, though. It's Ooh. funky for no reason. I, I kind of like it. I hate it. I, ha- I, hate I, it. I do yeah. hate the lyrics because it's like something like even a, a blind man can could tell I'm walking in the sun here. I'm like, yeah, because it's fucking hot. He's yeah. blind. He. He has his other senses. Yeah, you can feel the sun. It's pretty. Yeah, yeah it's you don't need warm. your vision to feel to feel that. Also, uh, shout out to Smash Mouth. <laughs> it's always shout out Smash Mouth for some reason. I'm into it. Might uh, as well be walking on the sun. So. Oh, that. No joke. Oh man. Everything, t- everything that touches you uh, mm. was written by uh, uh, Michael Kamen, who I, for some reason, always bring up because he... That song's mad corny. Corny. It's not as... I didn't find it as everything bad. I don't even know how it goes. I'm just going to take a whack at you. <laughs> it touches you. Yep. Touches me. That's 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 the one. Something about being inside of you. Like, oh, that's come it. on, dog. Listen, he's a passionate man who loves... It's, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't find it to be as bad on second listen. It is it will put you to sleep it's for sure boring uh and i always bring up michael kingman because he's the one who did snm with metallica the first oh one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he also did the score a bunch of movie scores he did the first die hard uh, i just learned doing this episode that he died 20 years ago <laughs> holy shit i feel like he's never left i felt like i was what's he up to 20 fucking years ago he died he's been dead and he didn't know um this whole time damn you know what what cheese I am here for, though? What that? Burn our bridges. Great, it's great. It's it's my favorite it's song. Cheesy, album. cheesy as fuck. It's funky and fun. It's one of the best songs here, if not the best. It's not very good. Good. It's not good, but I think it's it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't mind lovers either. It's more the same. It's inoffensive and pretty, but uh, again, like the. The stuff I like here is just because I hate everything else so much. <laughs> I don't like this album one one bit, one bit. I mean, there's nothing about it that I can get behind. Like at least if they were all shitty originals, then they're original. But sure. it's just a bunch of shitty fucking covers that I don't care about. Like the cover, <laughs> see, they you're covering what has technically proven to work. You should hit it out of the park. I can't even say that I would like the originals of these songs though. So it's it's just a collection of songs that I don't care for. There's no way got to have you doesn't slap like i didn't listen to the original i probably should have also he'll break your i know those two songs have got to be dope the originals yeah this i mean there's something about i'm about uh wonky or or uh 
tacky reggae. Like if you're not a reggae artist and you, you try it, look, it's Kurt- gonna it's gonna be so much worse than if you just played reggae all the time. Curtis Mayfield's one of my like favorite singer songwriter producer guys. So you have, you have faith that the original is good. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. And there's not really too many Curtis Mayfield songs I don't like. So we're gonna have to do a one one to one. Yeah. Imagine like, ah, the Walker Brothers version is actually better. Huh? You know, yeah. Yeah. if he didn't have such a, a beefy. Oh yeah, it's yeah. manageable, but it's not. It's huge. We were we requested Curtis Mayfield years ago, and it was. Uh, look, I was like, sorry, buddy. We don't get paid enough money for that yet. Not yet. Not yet. One day we're getting there. Uh, but my worst and least favorite. It felt pretty cut dry to me, yeah. honestly. Mm, no, because I could have this lot in the background and be fine with it. And yeah, I just think I think no regrets walking in the sun and burn our bridges. I'm like, that's fine. Wasn't enough for me. <laughs> oh, boy. But we still got a couple more, a couple more, two more. But you ready? I'm ready. Hell yeah. This is 1976's Lines. <laughs> This, this, a bit more. actually a little frame reference. Uh, you see the little white line, the, the deep one on the right? No. Bus oh, line that one right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just leave it to that one. Okay. It'll be good. This is so much worse. I like this song. I think it's a oh, great opener. Oh, we just. It's big and powerful. I don't like it. It although although I think in terms of the swans. I know. <laughs> God damn the sun. This is beautiful. It's so much more uh, fucking majestic than the, the, the No Regrets, the, the title track. I think it's uh, it's corny even for Walker Bros. It is corny as yeah. fuck. I'm not denying that. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, the cover far more accurate of what the album is. Oh yeah, that's a that's a proper. Do we got Gary on the cover yet? I don't even know. It's Gary, where's Gary? Is Gary on this album? Yeah, he's on this album again. He's only doing percussion. He's not a drummer. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. It's so strange. He's not even the, he's not even the only guy doing percussion. It's him and Tristan Fry. <laughs> <laughs> so worst least favorite. I I don't. I mean, here's the thing. I get it, but I don't get it. I get it because these two albums. Are, kind are of fucking simi- shitty. They're kind of similar. <laughs> They're so shitty. <laughs> but I found this one to be infinitely better than the last one. No, it, I it still has some huge missteps. I wrote this is like one of the worst of the worst to me. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I didn't mind this one at all. I fucking I, and I knew I knew when taking it all in strike came on. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, this is going to be up there with CCR's Mardi Gras. Shut the frog up. I hate this album that much. No way. I'm going this a fucking hundred times out of ten over Mardi Gras, dude. No, I fucking, I don't like these songs. Have you seen my baby? Just. Another Randy Newman song. Randy Newman. And then what's up with the fucking, like, weird, like caveman vocals in the outro oh yeah i'm like is nick, is, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know i can't explain is, that is nick cave gonna show up uh, like god willing <laughs> so taking it on stride it is a be- it is then, dry as fuck i did like the i thought the course was so good that it, it kind of let me forgive the rest of it take the course 
And then when we get how many rivers to cross. Or rivers to cross. Many, many rivers to cross. And again. Yeah, it sucks. I like Jimmy Cliff. I like that song. But something about, you know, these white boys doing it. Uh, so here we go. Uh, we're, all, we're All Alone, which is track five. Again, no standard ballad. There's so many fucking, fucking guys. Fucking boss, skags, motherfuckers. There's <laughs> uh, absolutely nothing special about it. And I, but I found myself kind of liking it because some of those progressions really remind me of the way ABBA wrote and the way ELO wrote, mm. like just certain, certain choices just, in chord progressions. Just compare Boz Skaggs to ABBA and ELO. Yes, I sure did, Alex. No, but it's, it's again, it's like, it's subtle things like, uh, uh, going to a certain note after this note, it's like a certain decision that really, I, f- I feel ABBA from that, um. Which I liked, and it made me reminiscent. And I was like, "Yeah, that's nice. It's a boring fucking song, but I appreciate little things like that." But putting many rivers across right after that, the song is dead in the water. It's like two extremely boring ballads back to back. What are you doing? What are you fucking doing? Cross way too many rivers. Too uh, many rivers. Uh, uh, first, only, go ahead. Go ahead. Only song I like. What that? Tennessee Waltz. Really? It's the only one. Ugh, I hate it. That's the only I hate one. that song. Uh, that's now that's some country western dude fiddles yeah, and everything hell yeah it is um first day first day is the only original song on the album is it yep that uh it is is written by a damn a damn <laughs> a damn it's it's john it's john yeah. walker um that song pseudonym. sounds like someone's like i like leonard skinner and i like it's, funk it's music leonard skinner alex whatever fuck those guys <laughs> except for tuesday's gone song is beautiful come on anyways um, Wait, you don't like Happy Gilmore? You're not a fucking fan of Happy Gilmore? You know, it's been a while, but I uh, probably like Happy. Yeah, you're damn right you do. Uh, Happy, what, what is that guy in the audience? It, it always kills me the way he pronounces it. He's like, shoot, it's going to choke. Go, Jack, it's yours. Happy. And he like pronounces it like the same way where he's like stumbled. Like he forgot his lines. Dude, you remember a, a thing so subtle. I just watched the fucking movie and I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I know what scene you're talking about. Yeah, I just don't remember the, the line. Yeah, like towards the end, yeah. he's like a big like a big black guy and he's like yeah shooter's gonna choke the gold jacket's yours happy and he like stumbles this through it in a way that is stays in my brain i love it i love a good flib or flub rather i love a good flub on a line yeah even there because they didn't have time i don't know if he did but you know i just like it mistake or on purpose i like whoever that actor is i like the way he delivered the line and speaking of mistakes, so we're back to this first album, day. Yes. <laughs> no, like I don't mind the song so much, and, and 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 like I like how. So here's the thing: it's a bad album, but it has better pacing. In terms of bad albums, I think it has decent, <laughs> like because no. first day, like it's it's it picks up the energy back up. It's not great, but it's it's all right. At least it mixes it up. Uh, and I I don't mind dreaming as one the closer, uh, because I mean it, it's still an, it's another shit, it's another ballad. All right, it's another acoustic ballad, but it's it just feels different. It's like this is the corniest piece, like of pieces and sh- of shit. This is the this pure canned corn. I think that about no regrets, one million percent. Like all of the things you're feeling, that is no regrets for me. I don't that even is, feel that strongly about no regrets. I think that is <laughs> a complete and utter dog shit album. <laughs> and this one, I'm like, it's not that bad. It's all right. Yeah, we just have inverse. Yeah feeling <laughs> yeah we can agree these are both the darkest i don't even top. the thing is like, like i don't even hate this album. i think it's kind of okay <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's objectively in the bottom two of their albums 
for sure. But I didn't hate myself, you know, during, I during did. it. I did. Yeah. And that's just, just, just what it is. But this is Alex Worsley's favorite. He feels very strongly about that. I do. <laughs> I feel very strongly about the way lines are delivered in Happy Gilmore, too. Uh, hey, lines. That's the name of the album. But we got one more. Yes. One more. Last yes. one. And finally, we are here for some strangeness, some completely original songs. I have never been thrown a curveball like this. Ne- not in a long... like. We just did Unwound, and that doesn't come close no, to the curveball no, of this. No, there, there are none I can think of off the top of my head. Anyways. This is 1978's Night Flights. Pick it on your phone a little bit. There we go. Now, hold on a second. I believe I'm hearing disco. Hell Yes. <laughs> If you guys listen to the ABBA episode, you know how I'm going to feel about this album. Dude, this album should have been called Lines. Right, because they had the ABBA. Oh, I meant because of cocaine, because cocaine disco. I got that too, but didn't ABBA have the... Oh, no, that was the French title. Also, he sounds like Phil... He sounds like Phil Lanot. What the fuck is going on? A little bit. (laughs) It's... it's He's singing like Phil Phil Lanot, yeah. It's fucking Thin Lizzy doing disco. What the fuck? Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. He does sound like Phil Lanot. This is the best Thin Lizzy song I've n- never heard before. I mean, oh. it's so it's so completely and utterly unlike every single song. I love I, <laughs> And I, the album doesn't stop there. I know. I was scared. I was like, is this an outlier? But I'm so glad it wasn't. Dude, this is a fucking full-on shredding solo. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. What the fucking hell? Personal favorite. Best. I, I mean, good God, dude. I wanted to give it I wanted to give it both. But it was just one of those things where I'm trying to think about the band yeah. and <laughs> This is a fucking marvelous, one of the best albums you've never heard. It's insane. It's insane. And I completely understand why you're, you're having trouble giving, giving the picks. And I, I also had the same trouble. Yeah. And what it came down to was like, because this is so not the Walker Brothers, no. even though it's the most Walker Brothers, because it's, it's, it's all of their songs. They're writing everything here. It's the only, so, it's actually the so- only real Walker Brothers album, if you think about it. Yeah. But it's... It's not even close to what they sounded like. It's not even close to what people think of. So what is, like, what can you, and it, it, what it came down to was, it's just their fucking best album. That's just what it is. It's sure, just their best sure. album. Sure, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm like, you fucking did it. Uh, yeah, what a fucking gem of an album. I was so worried that first song was like an outlier and we're just gonna like return to garbage or, yeah. or what we know. We but, get to some weird shit though. All, every song, every song. I love every song on here. I do not love every song on here. And it's it's not even that I don't appreciate everything on here. Track two, my man. My Fat. man. My dude, track two. Fat. Now, before we put that on, this song is called Fat Mama Kick. All right. So hold on. This is, I can't even explain it. I'm glad to put it on because I can't explain it. It is 
wholly unpleasant. <laughs> it is the most unpleasant song that they've ever done by leaps. It's so weird. It's so uncalled for, but I love it. And I don't, I, I don't enjoy it. But I appreciate it. Oh, this is atrocious. I love. I. It's so gross. It's atonal and dissonant. There's like no song. It's him singing over a drum beat. Yeah, I don't know. With ambience. I don't know when Gary Newman started doing music, but uh, this is insane. I love it. Yeah. From Mama Kick. So that's not a song that everyone will enjoy, and I don't even enjoy it, but I appreciate that that it's fucking out of left field. I enjoyed the hell out of it because it let me know it was going to keep being keep being weird. Yeah. Um, mm, that title. Mm, the title track. Title track is rad. That's where all the cocaine went. <laughs> Dude, that, well, they, no, the cocaine went all over, but they brought in some serious synth business on a title track. Mm. I mean, God damn, that song is so insanely sparkly, but I, it's great. It's great. And then dude, the electrician. So the mag that's like a magnum opus song 100%, right there. 100%. So the electrician, which blows my mind and brings a lot of joy to my heart, is that that was the single. They chose that, that so- song as the single. It shouldn't be the single. Clearly they didn't want this album to do well. You do sh- shut out or the <laughs> I can't even chose the six minute fucking bat shit. I can't even. My mouth is like full of spit. (laughs) (laughs) You pick, you pick, shut out or the title track for the singles. The electrician is not your fucking single. I love the electrician. Oh, it's so. It's six minutes of like serial killer synths in the beginning. It's so evil (laughs) and sinister. But they, you know what they do do. Is doo doo is what they do do. Uh, they managed to bring back some of that classic yep. orchestral Walker Brothers shit. The strings are fucking incredible. In a way, that's <laughs> that's like their best that, song. That is the most Walker Brothers. It is. It combines their absolute mental illness with the gorgeous country western string string and balladness of everything. Amazing song. So the way this this album is is formatted is is kind of interesting because the first four tracks all Scott songs, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, tracks five and six, that's all Gary songs. And then the final four is all John and each member sings their own songs. Oh, nice. So, uh, obviously we get some Scott vocals in the first handful, but we were saying that it sounds like Phil Lynott. I believe there's like a, there's there's like a vocoder or some kind of effect on it because he sounds almost like Ween does where they, they, they pitch it lower to, it sounds like, Mm -hmm. so it sounds kind of fucking silly. Uh, Gary sings on the death of romance and, uh, Den Hag, Den Haug, Gary, Den Hag, Den Hag. In Gary's voice. I can hear the Randy Newman. He has the, he's, he has a weak voice. He's the dude picturing the Randy Newman songs. He definitely has a weak voice. Uh, I think it fits in the death of romance, but, uh, it sounds a lot worse on Den Hag. Uh, death of romance. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. The sexy saxes in that song mm. are abundant, yeah, abundant. Give it to me. So many sexy saxes. Still well written, though. It's yeah. the Jacob song. Um, and then you got some. And then, go ahead. Let me tell you, John, I love John's 
song titles rhythms of vision this beauty that could have been the title or like the name of the album too it's a good uh, title it kind of sounds more like deep purple and alice cooper though. i was i was thinking like zz top yeah the, the same with uh disciples of death very zz top disciples of death again another cool song but yeah like disco yeah like 80s zz top that's and, what I'm, that's why i was thinking yeah and yeah they're not they didn't even record in the 80s but they, <laughs> no they fucking beat that one they beat that train so rhythms of vision uh i didn't i didn't love it but when it winning over was those fucking back vo- backup vocals and the chorus uh, so fucking good uh and eventually like as it goes on like it just it just ended up winning me over uh and john's vocals I, I love John's vocals on this album because mm-hmm. it's such a, first of all, he's finally coming into his own and he's singing full songs on his own. And he has such a different polar opposite style to, to Scott. I'm ignoring Gary because he's fine, but he's not that, he's you not know, that memorable. You know what? I just realized because I brought it up earlier. This is what Mardi Gras should have been. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. With every member doing carrying. The, yeah. Yeah. It's very clear that John Fogarty was the only good songwriter in Credence. Uh, but, but John's voice is uh again like it's gravelly it's he's more shouty he's more aggressive he's he's way more of a rock singer mm-hmm. and you get scott and shows, yeah yeah and and scott is more of obviously the the ballad country western type even though he doesn't sound like it here so much he sounds kind of fucking nuts but i just it's the whole thing feels so different like each song one to the next is so fucking different man i yeah i love it it's one of the greatest underrated albums of all all time crazy arrangement choices crazy arrangement choices and some of the melodies are just truly unique like the main riff to fury in the fire it's like it seems simple but it's put it just put on the main riff okay it's such an unusual main riff i will say um back or getting a little off course children of flames i thought that was like the one week song oh, child of flames or yeah but once those horns and the female vocals, I love it. I'm salty. Yeah. I think it's great. Anyways, this is Fury and the Fire. Mm. What oh. a fucking weird. A pimp is going to backhand. Dude, it's a super lady pimpy. Of, of the night, yeah. Vision. Relate me to desire. I, I love it. I love it. Lower it, lower it. Lower it. Like, I fucking so love good. it. <laughs> so good. Ah, oh, shit. What a... Dude. We... So unexpected. For this album alone, I am glad that we covered this band. Oh, oh yeah. Goddamn. And now I'm... And this is what we were talking about in the beginning of the episode. Now I see Scott Walker's discography. I'm like, oh, oh okay. yeah. I want to listen to it. Now I want to hear that. Okay, I get it. I get it. Not for this podcast, but you know, on my own time. Yeah, we'll take a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think uh, this was, yeah, inspired by Bowie a lot too. Uh-huh. Which, and then in turn, uh, Bowie was listening to this when he recorded something else. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. He was in flu- so Scott was inspired by Low and Heroes. Okay. Which is like prime Bowie yeah, yeah. Brian Eno stuff. And then Bowie was inspired by this when he did Logger. Oh, okay. So it's just kind of this funny yeah, that's, like that's neat. Yeah. yeah. Uh influencing each other kind of thing. 
But yeah, uh, man, what a fucking awesome way for a rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go out. Holy shit. So <laughs> like what, what, what happened here? What uh, happened after them? John said they just like drifted apart and they never, they never did a reunion. Never thing. did a reunion. Wow. Or like, yeah, so crazy. And then John died in 2011. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Scott died 2019. Yeah. That was pretty recent. Yeah. You know, Gary's still going though. So <laughs> God bless Gary. Oh, Gary Walker. <laughs> uh, man, crazy, crazy history. Well, like so much the hit, but I mean, it's just a strange trajectory. It's just so, oh man, yeah. I don't even know what to compare that to because there are bands who like they succumb to like fads and music, or like, oh, this is hot, so we got to do this, and it it makes sense. Nothing, nothing about this makes sense. No, no, a very unusual band, <laughs> unusual band, which which is is it's double funny because of how not unusual they sound for most of the albums yeah you hear that's like it's the most cut and dry simple easily digestible accessible thing ever but really it doesn't make sense in the context of music history no no fucking a and honestly like the fact that that last album it's just it's so it's so much the least accessible album. It shouldn't like, exist. It shouldn't exist at all. And I can see so many people being like, what the fuck is this? Uh, just, uh, imagine you're <laughs> imagine you're like you like the like prime air Walker Brothers, yeah. like those first three albums. Yeah. And you just like you see this in the start. Hey, I'll pick up the new Walker Brothers record. It can't be. I'm sure it's what I like. Probably. It's probably fine. You know, I recently had my heart broken. What do you what, what do you Walker Brothers got for me? Nah, man, you got fat mama <laughs> kick, dude. <laughs> that song is fucking insane. Holy oh, shit. shit. But that was delightful. That's a little recap. Little yeah. recap. Uh, for me, best uh, portrait, the deluxe version. If you like mainly what the walker brothers do i think that encapsulates what they do the best uh worst least favorite was it lines lines uh man and then uh personal favorite night flights if you like dance disco like electronic weird rock music like sparks or maybe even queen like do yourself a favor yeah and, and listen to this album, please. Not to mention super dark and experimental. But not even like off-putting experimental, just well, I think Fat Mama Kick is pretty off-putting for most sure. people. Yeah. But it's not noisy though. No, not noisy. Yeah. But one last thing about I mean, we already wrapped up the album, but I forgot to mention the the way they go dark is so fucking expertly done. And what blows my mind is this is 1978, right? It is, the, yeah. It is so much darker than every metal band of the time period. It's, it's a fucking disco album. It's just, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Anyway, uh, my picks. Images, uh, it's my personal favorite. Uh, the same way Alex felt about Portrait. That's how I felt about Images. Consistent and uh, encapsulates a, a nice little moment of uh, that old style of Walker Brothers. No regrets. Worsley's favorite. Dog shit. Dog shit. Plain simp. Sorry. And of course, <laughs> Night Flight's best uh, as we, we just uh, gushed about for a while. But 
Thank you all so much for listening and watching and hanging out and supporting us. Thank you, Chris, for suggesting this. Uh, it was a very, very, I hope you enjoyed it and I hope everyone else enjoyed it as well. If you want to help us, you know what to do. Subscribe on YouTube. You leave comments. You share. You fucking say hi to the algorithm. Tell them that we're here. They don't know we're here. Please let them know we're here. You can also uh, find a Spotify playlist on the Walker Brothers. Link in the description as always, along with every other episode that we've done for the most part patreon.com slash every album ever if you want to suggest artists for us get bonus episodes discounts off merch and you get to see you also get to see our schedule in advance vote uh on polls for you know whatever episodes we have we we uh we basically you decide what we we what we coming up with all right pretty much yeah mm -hmm. you you guys on patreon or the algorithm yeah I like that. Yeah. So do that, do that if you want to do that. Please help us. We do need the help. And thank you to everyone who's been supporting us so far. You guys are fucking the best. And and, and honestly, look, looking at all the the, the pool of, of Patreon suggestions, it's like, man, these are fucking, yes. These are the suggestions I want. There's so many like obscure little things that I know, but no one else knows. And it's clear that people do know them because those, they're fucking telling it. Those <gasps> are weirdos. Love it. Love it. But so are we. Hell yeah. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at Panda Monkey, and you can follow Alex on Instagram. At Mother Puncture. Mm, 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 mm. So I think that's about it. Mm -hmm. there's, there, there's only one. There, can, be, only, there, can, there much, can only be one. Much like Highlander, there can only be one. And what's that? That would be the electrician. Hell yeah. So thank you all so much for listening and watching. See ya.
Slow when lights go low. 